Hi, welcome to episode six of Talk About the Passion. Uh, we're back to another interview episode after uh, last week's uh, solo one that I put out on Halloween. Uh, I'm still on vacation. I'm actually in San Francisco right now recording this little intro, so it's going to be uh, pretty short and to the point. But uh, today's interview is uh, with John Brookhouse, who plays guitar and is the singer for Worshipper out of Boston, a great hard rock metal band. Um, we talk a lot about hard rock and metal and uh, everything else, a lot of music and uh John's a great guy. His band is great. And um, throughout the uh, interview, you know, he talks about his band as well as um, a website he's involved in called gimmeradio.com, which is a great website, which now actually has an app. And uh, he, he explains it on here, but it's basically uh, mostly metal people uh, curating sort of hour-long sets of music and uh John has a great show on there that he does on Mondays. Uh, so you should check that out. It's uh, gimmeradio.com. And I'm sure on there it'll show you how to find the app, or you can you know, obviously find the app on the App Store. Uh, also, his band uh, has a Bandcamp page, uh, worshipper.bandcamp.com, and I definitely uh, recommend you check them out because uh, they're pretty awesome. And... Uh, he also talks about, um, they recorded a Pink Floyd song for a uh, Magnetic Eye Records is releasing a, a tribute to the wall that uh, Worshipper recorded uh, a song for that he talks about in this interview. Um, so keep an eye out for that and uh, yeah, check it out. Thanks for listening. friend uh, John Brookhouse and uh, we're here to talk about music and uh, worshiper yeah. and everything else in between. Uh, you grew up in Maine? I did. Uh, yeah. where, where in Maine? I grew up in Auburn which is uh, most people know it from Bates, like Bates College is in Lewiston which is the next town over right. so um, it's kind of like it's not by the water. Right. It's close enough to Portland, but not in not nearly close enough culturally. Right. Yeah. And uh, Bates was kind of like my only. They had a radio station, so I guess I would hear some kind of like interesting music. But right. they're like no joke. The whole Bates College, it's it's behind a giant bush. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. like it, they couldn't insulate themselves from right, right. from the city anymore. Yeah. Huh. So. And did, so did you have people growing up that introduced you to music, or did you kind of have to discover your stuff yourself up there it was i mean it's really because like this is like 1990 you know the late 80s early 90s pre-internet you know so my my thing originally was like guitar magazines and my my dad yeah okay my dad was like a you know he was he went to vietnam and and Mm -hmm. he was into like like he went at one point he was in at Michigan State, like when the MC5 and the oh, Stooges really? and shit oh, wow. were happening. Yeah, so yeah. like he was just like t- super turned on by music yeah, like, yeah. at an early age. So 
before he went to Vietnam, he was, you know, he would go see the MC5. Yeah. And oh, that's crazy. Alice Cooper before, right. like, you know, um, and so he he got me into a lot of stuff. Like, I think our first, like, bonding thing was, like, sixth grade, I did a book report on, like, Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. you know, we, we bonded over that, and then yeah. he started taking me to concerts probably, like... 1989. Yeah. So, oh, nice. Who was your first show? My first concert was uh, Steve Ray Vaughan and the Stray Cats. Oh, that's actually that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. It was, uh, yeah, so the Stray Cats, it was like nobody was interested in it right, like right. at all. Like yeah. the, It was like four rows of dudes just yeah. standing, standing by the stage. Right, right. And uh, But Brian Setzer like blew my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you don't really, I think, I, at least me as like a teenager, I never really thought of him as like, they were more like of a novelty thing almost Right. the songs, but then years later I was like, wow, this guy's actually a great guitar player. Yeah. I mean, I just remember like looking at the stage and at the time it was like, so I had been playing guitar for like a year at that point mm-hmm. and it was like, everything was like, you know, it was 1989 or 88, so it was like Guns N' Roses and, and worse than that, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, basically just bad metal. Right. So to see like these like vintage amps and shit on stage, yeah. I was I didn't even know what any of that shit was. I was yeah, like, yeah. But I know I was like, oh, what's a I was like, what's a basement? You know, like I never right. heard of that amp before, and yeah. like you know, he just he just had the classic stuff before I even yeah knew what it was. But that and then Steve Ray Vaughan came on and uh, it was like uh, like so fucking loud, dude. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like like wind was coming from the stage it was right. so loud and and it was just very like corporate yeah yeah <laughs> you know right. and i don't i'm not trying to he's an amazing amazing yeah. guitar player but at that point like his music was like as like commercial yeah. blues as you could get right right and you know like he opened i think with like houses a rockin don't yeah, come yeah. a knockin right know? right <laughs> Yeah, he seems to to vibe people. Him and Clapton, I think. Yeah. And I have sort of a love hate thing with Clapton. I like Clapton up to a certain point. And yeah, I mean the Cream stuff. Yeah, is yeah. amazing. And I actually like um, the Derek and the Dominoes yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. There's a live record that came out in like the in the '90s. That yeah, yeah. I thought that was amazing. That's got. That, I think that's the one that's got got together. Got to get together in a little while. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. There's some long, long. Songs on there. Let it rain. Was yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, that's a great record. And uh, but I saw Clapton. Someone gave me free tickets to see him at the Fleet Center in the nineties. Oh, yeah. And I think just after years and years of going to hard rock shows and loud shows and shows where people were standing up and dancing and whatever, seeing that show, it was like very. It was just quiet. And yeah, just, I remember like we were sitting all the way in the back, and it was just. Nobody, it was just, it was a boring, very, very boring show. And I just kind of yeah. like, he's up there encoring with like crossroads and stuff. And it's just very like. Yeah. That's sort of how the Bob Seger show I saw recently was. It was <laughs> you like, saw Seger, yeah. Yeah, like four years ago. And yeah. It was like, we were sort of, we were in Loge, but it was like the back, the very back one. Yeah. So it was like, it was like the sound like ended 20 feet in front of us. Right, almost. right. Yeah. But the people around us were like super like into it even. yeah 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 <laughs> so that was good but. you you get pretty on a like unapologetic about like classic rock and stuff i feel like people yeah. 
with that kind of stuff or like ashamed or they're like this is a guilty pleasure but I, I feel like I don't know if you like something you like something and yeah I've, I've known you for I guess since the early 2000s yeah and uh, you know you've always as far as I've known you've liked stuff from all over the world and I mean all over genre, different genres and stuff so yeah I mean I was yeah I was thinking about that today I was like man I feel like what do I, if, if I talked about music I like it's like you know, depending on what year it was. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm sort of, but, you know, classic rock's always been a thing, yeah. like a common thread through my life yeah. for most people. But right. just that being a guitar player, that stuff's like, you know, you learn, that's the stuff you learn and you always kind of can relate to you when yeah. you're growing up. So unless you're like into like, I don't even know, Albini kind of stuff. Right, you yeah, know, yeah. Like if, right. And, and you're like kind of anti-classic yeah, rock. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Um, who were your sort of your guitar guys when you were growing up that made you kind of want to start playing? Uh, when I was growing up, I mean, the first the Guns N' Roses record when that came out was was huge for me, yeah. just because it was just everywhere and it yeah. was like kind of easy to learn. Right. And uh, ACDC. Yeah. But you know, like I I never knew like the entire catalog of people, so like I would have right. Like I didn't even know Bon Scott was was another guy singer in the band <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> until like yeah. many years later. Right. But I, like I bought the Back in Black tape just because it looked kind of like dark. You right. Know? Right. I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be so evil. And yeah, then like yeah. I was like, oh, this is that fucking song I've heard <laughs> right, a million right. times. And like yeah. so, but you know, uh, Hell's Bells and stuff, and you can't deny that. Yeah. So I just remember I had this like magazine. It was like classic. It was like guitar for the practice musician. It had like. Stairway to Heaven, like a heart song, Back in Black, and like a Bon Jovi song or something. Yeah. It was like Guitar Giants, you know, yeah, like greatest yeah. hits tablature. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, not so much Bon Jovi, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, so you moved uh, to Boston in the in the 90s? Yeah, I moved here in like 98. So it was, I didn't, I mean. What was going on then? A lot of jam bands. Yeah. yeah that was like the height of the yeah. jam band scene in Boston. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know any better, so I saw right. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. We, Gamelon we, presents. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. I saw a lot of really bad funk music funk. In, the, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of that stuff still goes on. And I'm sure it's cool because I think. The one thing I, I feel like is good about some of those bands and some of that music is maybe it opens up kids to find out who those guys are getting influenced with because that's kind of what yeah. I always have took from music is who my heroes like we're listening to and if they can you know turn something into something completely different instead of yeah I I just I wish people would dig a little deeper sometimes with that stuff like, right because I I feel like uh, well, I don't know what got me into like. What got me into the funky jam stuff was yeah. like um, Fred Wesley, yeah, yeah, and the JBs and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then like, so I would see like, oh, this guy Carl Denson was playing in yeah. Fred Wesley's band, so I'm gonna yeah. go see that guy's yeah, yeah. band, Maceo Parker. Maceo right. Parker, yeah, yeah. So I would see a lot of that stuff. Yeah, um, I don't think, I mean, I the the JBs and the JB horns and stuff like that, and yeah. like the big payback era. James Brown stuff. That's yeah. I can still listen to that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah like the great. meters. Yeah, it's just like the people that took that stuff in the late nineties yeah, and, and just, just ground it into the ground. And like it, like 
like the headhunters like Herbie Hancock headhunters record like yeah. I've probably I don't think I could ever listen to that again yeah yeah like I listened to that in college like 5,000 times <laughs> yeah. at least you know and then I get down here and every band's like playing chameleon yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah and that would be playing I remember seeing like jam bands that would be the music they would play like in between sets a lot of times right like, oh, there's that right. Herbie Hancock album again yeah um, and then Bandesky, Martin, and Wood were. Yeah, I, I I liked them actually, and I still. That was like probably them. my my uh, my gateway into that stuff was yeah. those guys, yeah. but into jazz too. Like yeah, yeah. He, like we got them to come up to Umaine. I went to Umaine. Okay. Orono, and uh, I got them to come up to play a show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and to me they were like I'm like, jazz, yeah. rock stars. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I was talking to them backstage, and I was like. It's like, oh, tell me like what I should be listening to, right? You know, and like he's like, oh, you got to get Duke Ellington's Money Jungle yeah. and some others. The like, I forget what else. Some like weird stuff. Yeah, I never remember. Yeah, that's a good but, record. That's that trio. Yeah, it's awesome. Game. Yeah. Um, did, so you played music up in Maine before you? Yep. Uh, what kind of stuff was that? We it was a, well, so it? yeah, so I was into metal like yeah. all through high school. Yeah. Like, and I moved to to college and I had brought all my like Pantera and Soundgarden and yeah. you know and and literally nobody listened to that stuff yeah, yeah. like I liked like and I liked like Smashing Pie I liked like alternative stuff too yeah. and uh, like nobody I had right. no common there were like 10 kids in college who right. liked like cool music right but everyone in the in that place listened to Fish yeah. it was yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> right and you know they're all my friends and stuff, but at first they, I was like, I just don't like this, you know. Yeah, like, and then right. they'd, they'd be like, Come on, just let me do a mix, man. Like, you got to listen to this, right? And right. So I listened to it, and and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll listen to anything as long as it has a good guitar player. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, that was like a good four years of my life. Yeah, pretty yeah. much lost to that, but yeah. um, but through that, it introduced me to a lot of other stuff because right. I was like. People would be like, oh, they're playing this, you know, like Frank Zappa's cover. Right, right. And yeah, I'd yeah. listen to Frank Zappa, I'd be like, guys, this is like way better than <laughs> right, what yeah. you guys are listening to. Yeah, yeah. Or like the Velvet Underground. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or uh, I don't even know. But right. It was just like a constant stream of like, I think they used to play a cover of Love and Cup. Yeah. But I, but I had never, cup, yeah. yeah, I had never heard Exile on Main Street. Right. So then like I would like get that tape and be like, Dudes, what, right, right. what are we doing? Like, yeah, yeah. this is so much better. Right. No, I know. And that, that, that's what, there's certain bands I feel like shouldn't be covered. And I feel like a yeah. lot of those bands do that. They, you know, but. Yeah. So that, that, you know, I can't, I'm not going to discount that as yeah. like, you know, a time like I don't, I don't, you know, own up to the fact right. that I did listen to that at some yeah. point. But, but most of my friends would agree from that time. Like the, I was at, I was like out. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, dude, we're going to the show. We're going to freaking great woods. You know, we right. want me to get you tickets. I'd be like, don't, don't do it. Like, I don't really, I really don't want to go. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I moved down here and kind of like got, really got away from all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like when I'm like a mag magazine freak. You yeah. Know, like I would buy like, I try to like reel it in, but you know, I, I still subscribe to Decibel. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Magnet Magazine, remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. And they would do these lists of like you know, hundred greatest indie rock yeah, records right, right. or whatever. And I'd be like, man, I don't know any of this stuff. So I would yeah. just kind of go through it, and 
Um, that's where I found like built to spill and yeah. replacement. I had never like gotten into the replacements, and so they got into that. Yeah. So once I started kind of digging on my own without like my friend's influence, right? It really, like, I just left all that stuff yeah. in the dust, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When I, I think when we met, you were playing with uh, the Irreverence, which was yeah. one of the, a roots rock. Yeah, kind of almost reminded me of Tom Petty, kind of stuff. And yeah, it was like I was trying to write like built to spill songs yeah. with like uh, I don't know, like a knowledge of like Graham Parsons and right. you know like that kind of stuff. And yeah, and uh, it just kind of came out sort of I don't know like arena rock roots arena rock kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah, and. I remember I did like a solo for some song and I was like, yeah, it's like all rootsy. And like someone came and listened to it. Like, like it sounded like a, like Tesla or something. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, you know, I can't right. shake it. Like I, I did yeah. love Tesla back in the day. So yeah. Yeah. So you, so being in Boston, you must've been, cause it's just so much music in this town. That's yeah. just different genres and everything is, is, uh, I don't know. This is just like, it's a, a great scene here, obviously, you know, you know, types of music so you're able to because you still play with the dirty truckers yep which is another sort of rootsy yeah it's like the dirty truckers and then he also started like a band it's kind of the same kind of stuff but it's like it's called tom tom baker and the snakes and it's a little yeah. bit like the songs are like half the length probably yeah and it's a little bit more like punk rock influenced okay he's like a you know like a he likes the wipers and yeah and stuff like that, but it's you know sort of like adjacent to the Scorchers kind of thing. Right. Nice. Um, you know, somebody saw we played last Saturday, and they were like, "It's like if you saw a bar band and like Jay Mascus was playing guitar." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's probably an apt description. Yeah, that's a good compliment. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jay Mascus was like huge for me when yeah. I was, yeah. you know, somebody had the the Green Mind tape. Oh yeah, like I didn't. I mean, I heard the cover of uh, Just Like Heaven. Oh, yeah. You know, they played that a lot on the Bates radio station. Yeah. But most of my friends started with Green Mind yeah. and the, the Wagon and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, when Where You Been came out, I was like, was yeah. like all about it. Yeah. I never, for whatever reason, I've never seen them live. I don't, they're one of those oh, bands really? like that I just has eluded me. I just and, saw them uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I did see him with... Uh, when Sleep played here a few years ago, and he was playing with Earthless. Oh yeah, the heavy blanket was, thing. Yeah, it was like a twenty-five minute just guitar solo. Yeah. It was great, but I missed that. I yeah. I like was driving back from the beach, and okay. I like it was like I was like, oh, I can kind of, if I go now, I can make it to <laughs> yeah. see most of Sleep. So I yeah. I missed them, but yeah, I was like looking at Facebook, and everyone's like, it's just one big guitar solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Sleep the other time they they came up to? Uh, Portland, we up at that. No, I didn't go to that. Okay. I think I had a show or something that night. Yeah, but I love that venue though. The, yeah. the State yeah, Theater is great. great. Yeah, I have a funny story about that show, but I'll probably <laughs> tell that off. Uh, I think I know the story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I took a friend up there that, that didn't make it into the show. He <laughs> ate something bad. We'll call it on the on the write up. And uh, yeah. yeah, slept in his wife's. So he essentially drove me to, <laughs> to Portland, Maine, to see sleep, and then slept in his car. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but that's yeah, that's yeah, sounds like him. 
<laughs> the, the sleep show I did see was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, like, they're okay. pretty pretty amazing, I think, live. Yeah. I mean, once they start Dope Smoker, you're like, you're like <laughs> oh, man, like, am I, do I have the fortitude to, like, <laughs> stand, yeah. stand here and listen to this? But right. it, they only play, like, 20 minutes of right, this, right? right. So. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Very, that was, like, one of the smelliest shows I've ever been to. Yeah. It was, like... For weed, smoke, it, well, or yeah, sweat, like, and... Yeah. yeah, it was, like, the it was like 90 that day. Yeah. And it was just, like... Yeah. You know, big beard dudes and... Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. and just weed everywhere, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, so you started Worshipper in 2015? Uh, yeah, it might have been... F- might have been 14 at this yeah. point. But we, we, you know, wrote songs for about a year and then came yeah. out. Yeah. Um, I had a band before that that was like thrashy kind of thing. Yeah. And it just kind of blew up. Like yeah. We didn't, we, I think we played like six gigs. Right, right. And uh, so that blew up and I was kind of like, <clears throat> I don't know, I wanted to do something heavy again. Yeah. And, uh, I just wanted to be the right with the right people, so yeah, we yeah. it really just kind of came together. Like we were all ready to do something, and yeah. We all knew each other, so it was it was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you you knew, did you ever sing before? No. Yeah, I had no idea that you could <laughs> sing, and so and, and your your vocals are great, man. I, I Thanks, man. Like was like blown away the first time I heard the record. And, Thanks, uh, dude. Yeah, it's something I always wanted to do, but like yeah. you know, it's like you have to have you have to build up the confidence to do it you yeah know, like yeah but like you know after my last band like we looked for a singer forever yeah we found him and then like he like didn't have like a lot of time to devote to it and like right. i think he lost his job like three times uh, yeah and like andy like he worked for that company that kurt Schilling like oh, drove into the ground studios or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he was like uh, like mentally just not you know, ready to. He, he just that disturbed. That was like, I mean, they were working like eighty-hour weeks, and like then this guy just like totally screwed them over. Yeah, and yeah. So he was just like not in a great place mentally for to after that, and yeah, great, great dude. I love him. Yeah. Um. It, you know, it was. I felt bad that he had to go through that, but yeah. You know, after that whole situation, I was like, I don't feel like looking for a singer again. Right. Like, I don't think it's gonna be fun. So I was yeah. like, just let me try it. Yeah. And uh, I tried it, and for a couple of months, it was like we had like one song that I right. sang on, you know, yeah. like another song I had like two parts for or something. So, right. um, it was it was good. It's like it's fun to kind of work it out, and I don't know. I just sit up in my room and kind of mumble and right. until I come up with stuff. And yeah, um, but I'm glad I took the plunge and did it. Cause yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just like a lot. I've always been the guitar guy, so yeah. it's like. I feel like once you strap a guitar on, people are like, they don't even think that you can play anymore. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's kind of funny, like, uh, no, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's a whole other ball game. Yeah. You have to worry about your voice all the time. Right. And like, yeah. like, if we have a gig and like three days before my throat hurts, I'm like, oh man. Right, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. And you, so you guys toured uh, earlier this year. Yep. So you you had to sing. You did what? Yeah, eight? we did uh, like eighteen shows or something. Yeah. Seventeen shows. That's. Cr- yeah. And how, we did like how one day off. Yeah. Maybe, maybe two. I don't know. We might not have had. A, I think we had two days off. Yeah. How did but, uh, how did that go? 
It was good. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it was like we were we were very well prepared. Yeah. You know, I think I think a lot of bands cuz we're old, you know. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel like you guys too are all Yeah, that, I don't say old, <laughs> but just you're seasoned veterans of music yeah. and I, and I remember when you went on tour cuz a lot of times you hear bands going on tour and you're like these guys are going to kill each other like crazy yeah, into yeah. this, but I remember thinking like these guys aren't that they don't have they don't <laughs> give off that vibe, you know, and they yeah, no, it was it was fine. It was uh, you know, it was it, it was it, what was tough was like it was like there'd be like five shows in a row or there'd be like ten people there or something. Right, right. And it's like, and I think that happens to everybody. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. just it was hard. We went out like and headlined a tour without anybody really knowing who we were. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, um, I think if we did it again, we'd probably go out with another band that's maybe a little bit more well known. So right, we could right. Kind of ride their coattails a little bit. But, right. Um, yeah, it was like, I think a lot of bands don't know what they're doing. They leave, they have no money. They right. like, um, they don't know how to like plan for guitar failures or right. yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. We were like over, we had like an extra guitar head and right. like two guitars each. So we, yeah. we were fine. Right. Did you get, was it just you guys or did you have like a, a merch guy and a, uh, no, it was just us. Yeah. Yeah. We probably could have used the merch guy. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys manage you manage yourself and yep. do everything yeah. yourself. So, yeah, yeah um, Alex is really good at doing the books and yeah. and um, making like I'm I'm so bad with money and yeah yeah. So he's he's really good at being like this is how much we have like we can get through six days with what we have now unless we make this much money at each show and right. then we can get hotels and mm-hmm. you know like we stay at hotels all the time right like, I, yeah. i'm too old to, like, yeah i know right sleep on some random right. person's floor with yeah. cats and stuff right you know? yeah it was probably more for you i would assume about just the experience like yeah you guys aren't don't want to come home well it'd be nice to come home with millions of dollars but you just <laughs> wanted to get out and play yeah i mean and we, and, we lost money but we didn't lose a ton of money right so how, how far out did you guys go? We went to, uh, we went, so we started in Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. and then we went down to Atlanta, and then kind of zigzagged, zigzagged a little bit, but like, so it was like, if you went down to New Orleans, and up through Chicago, and then back over, so yeah. it was kind of a big rectangle. Right, right. Um, but it was really fun. Nice. Um, Nashville was really, really fun. It's a great little city, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We saw Joe Bonamassa oh, at the guitar <laughs> store. Yeah, we were like shopping, and I was like, I heard his voice, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, that's not him. That's funny. And I looked up, and there he was, like, like explaining some like pickup on a guitar, and right. like super detail. Yeah, he seems to be a polarizing. Uh, oh yeah, character. he's a really... great guitar player. And yeah, he's got a million awesome guitars. Right. I just like can't really listen to his yeah, own stuff. Right, that right. Black Country Communion stuff with Glenn Hughes singing, yeah. that was pretty good. I yeah, thought. yeah. I mean, I, like again, I still wouldn't really listen to it. Right, but, right. But you know, I think he gets more shit than he deserves. Yeah, definitely. but you know, I mean, he's he, he. You can't escape him. Right, right. If you play music or you're interested in music, <laughs> yeah, he's got some like Google algorithm that like know, inserts right. his name Shows into up, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so. Um. Were you a, a big blues guy and all? My dad, my dad's a big blues guy, so yeah. he took me to see like uh, Robin Ford and mm-hmm. uh, Buddy Guy and probably some other people. But the Buddy Guy show that I saw, I was like, I was like fourteen. Oh and, yeah, uh, nice. 
He's like such a showman. Have you ever yeah. seen him before? No, no. Uh, I think I think everybody should see him once. I don't know yeah. how he is now, but right, like right. he does all these tricks, you know, like with like his guitar and he'll like right. flip it around and play behind his back and yeah. he'd go out in the crowd and he's good with kids. So like I was like fourteen and he, yeah, yeah. he knew I probably could tell I was like a guitar guy. Right, right. Like stood in front of me and played yeah, yeah. played some tasty blues licks right. or whatever. But he's the one that plays the polka dot guitars too. Yep. Like Randy Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Or you got that, maybe? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you guys also uh, played with Ace Freely? Yeah. How was that? That was awesome. Did you, get, did you get to meet him? I didn't get to meet him. No. I met Richie Scarlett. Oh, yeah. The, uh, his longtime rhythm guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like a, like, kind of like a metal Keith Richards kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who was um, he, who's he played with? I think just Ace. Yeah, okay. Um, he was in Freely's Comet. Right. Freely, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, Bob and Alex met him. I just didn't feel like he had to like wait in line. Oh, uh, like, one of those, yeah. And I was like, and it was sort of like everyone paid 45 bucks to see him. And right. I was like, I'm yeah. not going to. Right. I should have, but it was like at the end of the night and I just wanted to leave. So yeah. just <laughs> right, right. We were a Kiss fan at all? I never was when I was growing up. I mean, I, we played, I played in a cover band. Um, starting at like age fourteen. Oh yeah, we played in we played in bars like all yeah. the time. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I made I made like tons of money in high school doing that. So yeah, nice. But uh, we used to play like Love Gun and yeah. uh, Rock and Roll All Night and probably some other Kiss tunes. But yeah, um, I didn't really get into it until uh, Lynch, who plays drums in the Dirty Truckers now, mm-hmm. has, is like. The war, like the kiss guy. I mean, he, everything's kiss. Yeah, like yeah. he has a kiss tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like we did a kiss, like it was like New Year's Eve. I think we did a kiss tribute thing yeah. with the Dirty Truckers. Yeah. And I got to learn, you know, like shock me. And yeah. I, that was the, I actually, actually sang that one. Yeah. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. But uh, it got me way into kiss, and I mean, you can't mess with Alive One and Two. No, I know. Right? I mean, they're just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, it was like he plays all that stuff. Yeah, nice. And I, I heard, I think I heard he's did he write something with Gene Simmons or something recently? Or Gene was working with him or they. Uh, so they played some benefit the other day. Yeah. And Gene and Ace played together again ah, on stage. Crazy. So, nice. and I think they've recorded something too, maybe yeah. for his solo record. Right. I know Paul did one song, but uh, Alex is actually friends with. One of the dudes is in Gene's band right now. Oh, really? So yeah. Huh. We get like a lot of like, like the Facebook stuff. stuff. Like uh, they just played in Japan the other day. It's yeah. like it's a ama- like they're they're actually pretty awesome. Yeah. If, if you like Kiss, yeah. Like they're playing. Uh, was it looking at you? Yeah. And uh, watching you. Or? Watching you yeah. and uh, she and stuff. Yeah. It was like oh wow. I was like this is awesome. So Gene Simmons has a solo man he tours with. Yeah, huh, they were supposed to play that. Lynn Auditorium. I think, oh yeah, I think they're coming back. So, yeah. the set list is like super like nerdy kiss yeah, stuff. Right, and oh. uh, I know people hate him, but I'm super happy for them. Yeah, like yeah. my my front like yeah yeah. I have I've met the guy Phil once, but yeah, um, I'm just happy like these guys had like a kiss tribute thing they did in Nashville yeah. and and uh, and like a residency and and. Everyone in the industry kind of knows about it, so right. like he tapped them to do their. Oh, that's amazing! That's pretty cool. Nice. 
It's, it has to be better than the Paul Stanley soul <laughs> oh, review. Have you, have you seen any footage I saw of that? It. I mean, if he's having a good time, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. But. He was always my favorite as a kid for whatever reason. And I don't know what that says about me as a person, but he... Uh, yeah, I think I, I feel like I always wanted to be him. And like you're, you're, so you're a little bit older than me. Like a lot of people, like who get into Kiss, like as kids, it was like when they were still like Kiss with makeup yeah, and stuff. When, yeah. when I was growing up, it was like it tears up. are falling, right? And, um, you know, heaven's on fire. Like that's the first thing I yeah. remember hearing. Let's put the X in sex. Yeah. Oh man, it was <laughs> hot in the shade. Yeah, <laughs> I, went, I went back to that stuff because I, I kind of stopped with them at dynasty i guess and then obviously I, you couldn't escape those those the stuff in yeah. the 80s was was all over the radio and then i've kind of gone back yeah to it and it's and the hits are good but the, like the deep cuts on some of those records are not very good i mean i, I don't know man. I which happens a lot in the 80s i feel like with 80s hard rock and, and metal and oh stuff, yeah it's rare to get to get like a commercial like hard rock or metal commercial metal album from there that's like yeah a good like thing. a good like yeah thing you want to get on vinyl right right <laughs> yeah yeah you were like a Dawkins fan weren't you? yeah I, was, I never i never really got into them but i loved was, yeah i don't know well it was like george lynch like when i first started playing guitar it was like you go to the guitar store and i just remember seeing that freaking uh like kamikaze guitar yeah, that yeah. he had on, yeah, the, yeah. on the wall and being like that is like the coolest <laughs> thing in the world yeah yeah and uh and then I got into, um, I don't know, Mr. Scary, whatever that one, the, oh, the yeah. uh, Back for the Attack record, yep. which isn't their best one right. at all. But um, yeah. And my guitar teacher was really into them, so he yeah. taught me like you yeah. know some some of the hits. Yeah, yeah. But I think right. under uh, Tooth and Nail is is like pretty classic yeah. record. Yeah, I've kind of gone back to some of that stuff too to see what, because I feel like a lot of people talk about them. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I kind of missed the boat, and I think. Yeah. A lot of that's a lot of that stuff. I feel like I would get into like a certain genre of music at one point in my life, maybe in my twenties and thirties, and I would just ignore. Oh yeah. Everything I'd be like, nope, I'm a, you know, yeah, a metalhead now, or I'm a indie rock guy, or I had the jazz phase for a while. Yeah. And, <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, and it's just like you get to a certain age where you're like, you know what? It doesn't, I don't really care. <laughs> it's less, if it's good, it's good. And, yeah. And I, it kind of bums me out when people go after like younger people, like, oh, these kids are listening to this stuff. And I don't yeah. know if they're discovering stuff and they like it, whatever. It's not. Well, the big things like the 90s right now with the millennial kids. Yeah. And, uh, like the Dinosaur Junior show the other night, it was like it was a lot of like Young. early twenties kids, you know. Yeah. And I think that's great. Yeah. Especially yeah. for Dinosaur Junior. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, BOC was here Friday. <laughs> I wanted to I go s- to that man. <laughs> I saw them. I went to see them. So a few years ago, uh, they play. They opened for Deep Purple at the um, Pavilion down by the Seaport. And I initially went because I wanted to see BOC. It was when Rudy Sarza was playing bass for them. Oh, shit. He plays for everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Deep Purple, I was like, eh, I don't know about uh, what's a Steve Morris on guitar. And, yeah, yeah. But we ended up, Deep Purple blew me away that night. They were really? amazing. And then Blue Oyster Cult had like a 45-minute set, and they did... A guitar solo, a drum solo, <laughs> and Rudy Sarzo did a bass solo that had like, 
elements of like Crazy Train and then Bang Your Head oh, and man. White Snake and and it just yeah. wasn't that good and you know and then you know they did uh, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper and they're like Who wants more cowbell? Oh, and it's like kind of had the cowbell turned all the way up in the mix and like this is because <sighs> they're one of my favorite bands yeah of all time and. Yeah, um, I have a radio show. Yeah, that's that. what I was just gonna oh, bring up. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I was. I listened to that today. Oh. <laughs> you played, uh, flame. No. What oh, did you were play? you? Did you comment? I didn't comment, oh. but I saw that. I, I was listening to it, and I you played. Somebody commented that they went to see BOC recently, and everybody brought cowbells to the show. Oh, did they really? Yeah, see <laughs> he that? was like disgusted. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I don't know. Their stuff is great, but and they're one of those bands I too that. Some of their deep cuts on the once you start getting into the early eighties, it's yeah, it gets kind of corny. I like um, Fire of Unknown Origin. Yeah, like it has like kind of a cheesy production to it, but but like it's the songs are still pretty good. Yeah, and they they have a sense of humor which can kind yeah. of be off putting to people, yeah. but yeah, like J- Joan Crawford is risen from the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, that yeah. song. Yeah, but. yeah. I loved that that live record that came out after that. Uh, oh yeah extraterrestrial live yeah it was from that tour or from that yeah that was era. that like from the black and blue tour i think so yeah yeah, yeah. that would have been a cool tour to see i still have never seen that movie yeah no. there's parts of it on youtube but uh, uh yeah uh do you want to talk about the the radio show it's oh yeah gimme radio is yeah gimme radio.com yeah um it's really cool it's like uh i, I don't I generally don't like to do stuff beyond my bands and right. and work, mm-hmm. but uh, Dean Rispler from uh, he plays bass in the the Dictators or they're called Manitoba now. Right. Yeah. Um, he asked me to do it, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." And I, and I I just thought maybe having some other focus might give me some inspiration or something. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, it turns out I like to talk about music yeah yeah. So. yeah yeah no it's great I, so, so i listened to it today and i was i was psyched to see all the little yeah the factoids on each yeah. song people were putting po- people were posting about it and it reminded me of uh well a better version of remember like pop-up videos on yeah totally VH1 where, you know it would have a little fact so it was cool to see yeah and they're getting you know they're they're gonna do an app soon and it's like i i got in at the beginning and um they're just like i mean it's I was on like an email chain with uh, like Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. And oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Like Dave Ketching from, uh, he's in Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ross the Boss. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah. But they're all DJs. And um, it's just kind of a cool, like, I think the dude from Dillinger Escape Plan has a show now. Okay. There's a guy from, um, Emin Amarth or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. He has a show. Yeah. And his wife also. And it's just kind of it's, it's cool. It's yeah. like they let me play whatever I want yeah. and uh I can record my vocal stuff yeah in between in the little slots and Right. Um this is cool like it's I'm I'm glad I did it. So Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. I hope it, it catches on. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think it's a good idea and I hope people Yeah. It's cool to see from like the subhumans. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All the way to like Atomic Rooster and uh, yeah, I think the the uh, Nuclear Blast show was done by the Addicts today. Okay, so they they programmed all the music. So. Yeah, okay. So that's kind of cool. And like yeah. uh, Randy Blythe interviews people. Yeah, 
so he was interviewing the guy from Def Heaven, the singer from Def Heaven this yeah. week. And, okay. Um, it's pretty just cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just want people to listen to it. And, and what's really cool is you can buy every song that comes up has a link to buy the record. Oh, nice. So they're trying to push, you know, buying music again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, actually, instead of a playlist that's generated automatically, right? it's like curated. Someone curated. That's what, yeah. And that's what I like about it because it's cool yeah. to hear, like, and a lot of it is, if you've heard Worshipper and you're hearing a lot of that stuff on there, you, you can right. definitely connect the dots from right. Budgie and, and Captain Beyond and totally all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's cool to, to hear because a lot of that stuff I never really knew about. And it seems like in the last decade or so, people are oh yeah are pushing that stuff. And so, who are some of your favorite like bands from that? The proto metal stuff. Yeah. I mean, Captain Beyond. I mean, when I like it's funny. Like, I just I just got into that record fairly recently. But, yeah. Um, turns out my dad was like a big fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, nice. We kind of broed down about that, but yeah. uh, I get that first record is just like it's so amazing. Yeah. And uh, I like that. I like that first record by Bang. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had never even heard of them. That was, so that was a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah that's really good. And. Uh, I mean, there's just so many. Yeah. It's just sort of like, and a lot of them are like, you like one song. Here right, there. right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's no. just, the, I, I keep finding different stuff, you know, yeah. like that's just, I've never even known about. Like Flower Traveling Band. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Brockman got me into those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was a big fan yeah, of that stuff. Definitely. So. Um, um, what the hell was I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the Scorpions, you played something from Lewis Oh, and yeah. Crow. And they're like, when, like people were talking about on there. People don't realize they had this whole sort of yeah. era before no one like you, which I feel like is when they sort of got. Well, maybe the zoo, animal magnetism. Yeah, I guess the when zoo was pretty got, early. Yeah, but that I mean that I feel like that came about in, on radio because yeah. people liked people kind of went back after they heard Rocky Like a Hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know, but yeah. I mean. I didn't get into the Uli stuff until like five years ago or so, yeah. and like when I, when I discovered that dude, I was like, how? Yeah. How like how did I miss this growing up? Because yeah. I was into like Ingve Malmsteen and you know all that shit. Yeah. And he's like so obviously the influence for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole intro to uh, the sale of sales of Sharon. Oh my god, it's amazing. Is uh, yeah one of the best like recorded guitar things in my. I've seen him a couple times recently. It's just like, it's almost like seeing like a heavy, he's, he's not really heavy metal, but it's like sort of yeah, like a Hendrix. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it hits me the same way. It's yeah. a little, his bands are always sort of like, sort of seem like maybe some pickup guys. Right, right. But, uh, but man, his, his playing is still just like, his brain and his, soul is just connected to his fingers like yeah. whatever he thinks comes out of his hands right right and, and you don't you don't see that very often no you know? no so yeah we were a big michael shanker guy too i wasn't until like probably five like i got into ufo probably like five or six years ago yeah. and uh i mean i just remember like i, I guess i grew up in the, like, the wrong time because all the worst eras of like every cool <laughs> right. guy that people yeah, yeah. yeah so like you would see like 
Michael Shanker group videos, and it was just like, or it was like Macaulay Shanker. Yeah, Macaulay Shanker. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I heard like Love to Love, and right. it's like that's like the most amazing, perfect guitar solo. Yeah. And it took me a little bit to get past like the lyrics in UFO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just yeah. like so like kind of yeah. like basic, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But. Once it's I work I work my way through that shit like I did that with Seeger like I was yeah. like I hate this guy right but I'm gonna work to like it yeah, you know? yeah. and like I dug a little deeper and yeah. I, I, I would find what I liked and yeah with UFO it was a little easier because yeah. Shanker's awesome but yeah yeah I got to see them no I don't I don't I don't think Shanker was in them but the first time I saw Ozzy oh nice was the uh, Diary of a Madman tour right after oh that was Randy like the died. Mechanics tour yeah, yeah yeah Mechanics I, a lot of my friends went to the show yeah. And for years, I thought um, I thought I saw Brad Gillis, but it wasn't. It was uh, Bernie, Torm- Bernie, Bernie Torme, who played on that Gillen yeah. sort of album. And he's a great guitar player. I like that Gillen stuff. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, but that was one of my first. That was the first show my parents let me go. Well, my that's mom awesome. let me go to without parents. I th- for that's a that's a big like um, Boston area like older rock guy show that yeah. everyone saw yeah like, yeah uh, like a lot of my friends went to that show yeah there was a tape from that i don't know if it was from that show or just from that tour that i had for years because he was doing this essentially the same set yeah. every night which was you know all his hits and then paranoid and iron man or whatever it did. <laughs> children of the grave but, yeah yeah <laughs> but and then i loved and some people hate it but i love that brad gillis speak of the devil <laughs> I love that's that awesome record. man i had that and that was my introduction too to because I li- I liked Sabbath, but I was more of I had probably had we sold our soul for rock and roll. So, yeah. symptom of the universe I had never really heard uh, Sabbath, bloody Sabbath, NIB. Yeah. So yeah, when I first totally heard me that too, record, man. Like I heard that before <laughs> I heard like the real Sabbath stuff. Yeah, and it's and it's just it's a it's, I don't know I, I love that record. I think that people are coming around on that. Like, yeah. People like people are like. Ugh. Yeah, I can't. It's not real, but uh, right. Most people are like, "It's pretty good." Brad yeah. Gillis did a pretty good job. Yeah. So like, yeah, definitely. A little, maybe a little too much whammy bar. But yeah, yeah, that was a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. That's Brad Gillis's thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I saw Night Ranger around that same era oh, yeah. too. Well, yeah. I only saw Damn Yankees. That's oh, the <laughs> closest I came. <laughs> nice. Um, so you're obviously a Sabbath guy too, and were you? Yeah. Uh, uh, did you get to see them on any of the reunions or? Yeah, I went to that last one at yeah. uh, Great Woods. Yeah, or whatever it's called now. Right, right. I'm gonna call it Great Woods. Forever. Yeah, I am I don't too. Care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I thankfully live right near there. Well, not thankfully, but I live near there now, and I, I don't because for years I wouldn't want to go there because it was just just a shit show to get in and out of there. And you have to leave early. Yeah, I and mean, I, I didn't for that Sabbath show. I was, I was in the parking lot until like one in the morning. Yeah. I, and I, so I, I went uh, last summer. We got remember Ticketmaster did that voucher thing oh, yeah, last yeah. year that was sort of a mess. I can't um, get any of those. Yeah, my friend and his wife somehow got tickets to the Def Leppard, Ario Speedwagon, Tesla <laughs> nice. show, and uh, they couldn't go, so they gave them to me. And uh, I looked at the Def Leppard set list, and I was like, oh, they're they encore with. Photograph and Rock of Ages every night. Those are the two songs right. I really want to see. But I let, I saw that they were ending the set with uh, "Pour Some Sugar on Me." So the second that started, I was I was out of there. But they were great, and yeah. I, surprisingly, Ario Speedwagon 
yeah, were man. great. I was like, wow, these guys have a lot of songs. I, I miss Tesla, but but yeah, Aria Speedwagon was actually I've, enjoyable. I, you know. I've never really gone deep with those guys, but I like that Gary Richrath guy was a good guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like all those. That's like another one of those. Like they have all those early albums, and I kind of yeah. went back and listened to them. And I was like, eh. Do they have another singer or something back I then? think so, yeah. Because it's yeah. like a deeper voice. Yeah, guy. a deeper voice guy. Um, so. Yeah. I got to get into that. I got to make a note. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're one of those. And it's funny because so many of these like essential bands that you're supposed to like, I still feel like I'm not that REO Speedwagons. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're essential. essential band. Band. <laughs> but uh, and this is probably the worst segue possible, but like the Stooges, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really start listening to them until like a couple of years ago. I never really. That's like the band that you know you're supposed to. I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to remember. I was, I bought the Iggy mix, mm-hmm. which was for the first. Yeah. You know, of raw power. That was yeah. like the first one I ever. That's the first time I ever listened to him, and yeah. that was. And I bought that the Alewife Newberry Comics. So, oh yeah. So it must have been a while existed. ago. Yeah. That was a tiny. Oh no 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 the uh, Alewife. It's it was Fresh Pond it, is before it? it moved across the street, so it yeah. was, it's like where like CVS is. Yeah, now. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was another one of those like you know I read about it in Magnet Magazine. It seemed like I needed to know about it, right, so I right. bought it. Yeah. And uh, you know I don't I don't really have stuff like that anymore. I don't have a source for like. Yeah. Fine, but I feel like I've also probably exhausted most of the rock and roll like <laughs> yeah, yeah. essentials. Right. Are there artists, bands that you? Just haven't it hasn't clicked for you yet? Uh I don't know, that's a good question. I get that with like Nick Cave. I still have like yeah. I, I respect them. I you know, I feel like I'm supposed to like it, but I just haven't yeah, I haven't now, got there yet. Maybe. Now that you mention it, yeah. Nick Cave, Leonard Cohen, Tom yeah. Tom Waits. Yeah. Tom I, Waits I did a phase of that and it was, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. Like I'm not I'm reserving that. For later in life, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And like Randy Newman, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's like, another one. I My dad's like, a big Randy Newman guy. And... Yeah. But I, get, I go I go in on some, like, I, lo- I went through a big, like, Zevon phase. Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I read the book, and I was like, this guy's, like. Heavy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was such a nightmare. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah. Um, so you guys, um, to get back to worship, you guys oh, yeah. just recorded a Pink Floyd song? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, we've so done two Pink Floyd covers have you? now. Yeah. Oh, right. So we did uh, Julia Dream yeah. from Relics. Yeah. Um, that was like my dad gave me a bunch of his records. Yeah. And like I was going through them all and I just threw on Relics and I was like, this would be a perfect cover. Yeah. And I I really gutted that one and did like a stoner right. metal redo. But right. uh, we did one of my turns from uh, The Wall. Yeah. For a magnetic eye compilation, yeah. we just finished it with Chris from Summoner this week, nice. last week, and um, that came out really well. And yeah. It was like we did it pretty faithfully, yeah. Except for my vocals, I had to do a lot lower, yeah. Because you know he's just he's, like unhinged yeah. and like. Ah. Yeah. I know. I, I listened <laughs> to that song today, and that, that was one of the things I was going to ask: is how you because yeah, it was no. almost like two minutes of. Oh, the f- that real quiet part at the beginning, and we did that part pretty faithfully. Awesome. Nice. Um, and I, I, we went into the studio with nothing. Like yeah. I, I did the back half of it. Yeah. I demoed that, and I did, like, had the vocals all mapped out, and we did the like little cool, like we just throw in like little harmonies for guitars and yeah. stuff. Nice. 
and I did the vocals sort of like Uncle Acid style, like a little bit lower mm-hmm. with a harmony against it. Yeah. And uh, but the front half we just built from scratch with yeah. a click track. Yeah. And so I had my little synthesizer. Yeah. And we like <laughs> yeah, because it's just like when you listen to it, you're like, it's like just a sound collage. Right. Right. So that's kind of how we did it. We oh, nice. we, uh, we mapped out the chord changes against the click. Yeah. And uh, and then I just did the vocals like I didn't know if I was gonna be able to do it. I mean, yeah. right, right. <laughs> you listen to it like it just sounds like a guy whispering right, in right. the dark. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how we did it. Yeah. Um, and and the segue when it comes together, we just kind of we did the front half and the back half separately. Oh, okay. And we kind of pasted them together. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited for people to hear it because I, f- I feel like it's going to be like people are going to be. It, well, people might be mad that I did the vocals differently, but right. I, I don't care. I feel right. like you got to do them a little bit differently. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, the way uh, it kind of like sucks into the other part, you know, yeah, when yeah. it's like, shh, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like we, right. we did that whole oh, thing. Oh, did you? That's yeah. awesome. It's pretty cool. Nice. So when does that come out? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming next year because the yeah. whole vinyl right. production. Yeah. Is so long right now. Yeah. And I know that some bands probably aren't gonna, aren't done with theirs yet. So right. yeah. If you think like five or six months out from December, probably probably like next May. Yeah. Nice. But I don't I could be talking right, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a magnetic eye thing. And there's yeah. like who's on that? It's like the Melvins. The Melvins are on, are on that, right? Yeah. And like a bunch of band and Paul Bearer, yeah. I think. Yeah. I might be mixing them up. Yeah. But uh I mean, these are like bands on some like good company. Yeah. It, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did a Thin Lizzy one and, and uh, High on Fires on that one. Oh, really? What, yeah. what did you guys record for that? Uh, Johnny. Oh, nice, nice. So we just finished that too with Chris. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's pretty. Like, they came out really well. I'm yeah. about them. Are you uh, are you guys doing any recording in the future? We're writing right now. Yeah. I think we need to kind of. Uh, up our profile a little bit before we can really put out a second record. Right. So right. we need to do a little bit more touring, mm-hmm. um, and writing. Obviously, we're yeah. like, we have a bunch of songs. So I'm not gonna say we're like half done, but right. we're, we're like, we have, we have songs. Yeah. They might not. Well, they might be on there. They might not. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, do some touring in like January and, yeah. and next summer definitely. Nice. It's all around like Bob's a teacher, yeah. So we have to kind of work around his schedule a little yeah. bit, and and you know I have zero vacation time right, right now. So. Yeah, 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 you're maxed out. Yeah, I blew it all on the June tour. Yeah, nice. So. Uh, right now, like you said, you recorded with uh, Chris from Summoner. Yeah, um, that band is great, and, and right now yeah. there's just a wealth of awesome heavy bands in Boston right now. Right, like, it's great. Uh, it's great that like you guys elder yeah even though like i don't know if anybody from elder lives here anymore (laughs) (laughs) right right like i think nick lives in germany but right um but they're just so i mean they're amazing they're putting out stuff that like people i think they i I read that like tools a fan of them yeah yeah i saw that somewhere the other day (laughs) i read that yeah i mean which is deservedly so i think that that lore record did you get into that yeah yes and the new one too i just haven't that's kind of like you know, this stuff takes a while to digest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like I'm always like, I like it, but I need to, I need yeah, to, like, need to really spend some time with yeah. it. You know? I haven't completely digested the new one. Yeah. And uh, I bought the vinyl of that 
and uh yeah well and that's the other thing like you're a, you're a vinyl guy too yeah right now. i just kind of started again, four maybe. sides you know it's yeah. like <laughs> i know right yeah you're like oh i love side a and b but like i rarely have the uh you know motivation to get yeah, to side three I know. and four <laughs> i know i've been buying i bought uh the first queens of the stone age album i bought that's a awesome double one. man yeah and, uh, you don't have to listen to the fourth side though no the fourth side's like all bullshit yeah 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 that's true yeah <laughs> And the other thing with with just all the heavy bands is everyone's kind of doing different stuff, and and I feel like it's like Panzer Bastard, which is like Celtic Frost Motorhead yeah, yeah. type thing, and then you know, yeah, who else is there? We have uh, and then Gozu's like they're doing sort of like the desert. Well, they're going a little bit beyond that. Like Doug's going like super like uh, like yeah. almost like Chuck Schuldner leads these days, yeah, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So they're like really getting, like getting going in terms yeah. of like their songs and stuff, yeah. and uh, I mean getting going. They're they're, they're yeah. on Metal Blade and yeah, their yeah. their tour managers like the right. guy who does the Chris Santos. So, <laughs> oh, no, oh yeah, yeah. So but, they're they're doing uh, very well and they're fucking kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Daryl's new band Test Me. Yeah, the, I haven't seen them yet, but yeah, they're really good. Definitely like a nineties. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely. I mean. There hasn't been many dry spells in Boston for. I feel like we always have. I think maybe good... for heavy music. Guys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because remember, like, it was, uh, it was Aaron Gray really who did like he he started booking heavy bands at TTs. Yeah, and then yeah. it was like everything else came to Worcester. Right, right. Yeah, I know. So, None of those bigger bands ever. Yeah, I mean, there's probably like Ed O'Brien's. There's probably been people I don't know about playing forever, right, but like. Right. When they started getting the touring bands to come through Boston, yeah, that, that changed the whole scene here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for yeah for years it was just Worcester only. Yeah, that was like five years, well, six years ago now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but before that, I was like, well, I'm gonna go to Worcester to see. Like the only band that would come through Boston was like Mastodon. Yeah, yeah, and that was like rare. Yeah, I know, right? How, how do you feel about them? They're one of those polarizing. People seem to hate their. I think people who hate them hate, like what they become. Right. And, but they yeah. they because they loved them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> at yeah. one point. Right. Right. Unless they didn't really like. Right. Them. Right. I mean, I thought when Leviathan came out, mm-hmm. I remember like Zach Lazar said yeah. that to me, or yeah. maybe it was you. I don't yeah. know. Somebody. I was like, holy shit! Like I, because I felt like, well, like the late nineties into the early two thousands. I mean. Metal was not good, man. No, I, know, I mean, right? but I, not not the stuff that I knew. I mean, right, right, yeah. So I mean, once yeah. Leviathan came out, I was like, oh, I'm back, I'm back right. in, I'm in, I'm in, you yeah, know. And then yeah. I would find bands related to them or whatever, like Baroness or whatever. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I feel like people, uh, like as a musician, you want to write new stuff and go different directions, and yeah. So I think sometimes fans don't understand that you know they want. A band who just put out the same record over and over and yeah i get it yeah, yeah i mean i don't do i love the new record no but it's got some good stuff on it yeah and, yeah and the last show i saw was great so yeah but you know five six years ago like singing in a metal band was like unheard of almost yeah yeah and now people are pretty comfortable with it yeah yeah awesome cool so. well yeah i guess that wraps that it up pretty much yeah is that going to be a cohesive talk at all? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the main point of this uh, 
this uh, podcast is to talk to friends about All right. music and stuff, and you know. Yeah, sometimes Some, I'm just like, you know, it's like I hit a tangent, and I'm like, oh, right, see your right, right. That's the kind of stuff I like, though, and I, right. I like to hear it. So, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm.